This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Talking Banter, the official dynamic banter after show. This week we're talking about episode 13, You Can't Eat Pretzels During a Podcast. I'm Bert Register, and with me as always is Owen. Hi, everybody. Hey, Hi. No Chris this week. I'm going to miss that boy then. Immediately the energy is a little lower. Yeah, he's a ball of fire. He's a, he's a, he's a maniac. This... This is more of a like listen to it with the top down cruising the PCH episode <laughs> and less like listen to it in a crowded uh I was going to say rave bar. What do they call bars that have raves? Is there a name for those? Club? Clubs? Clubs. <laughs> I hope I hope people were listening to the last one in the club. Man, nobody should ever be driving down the PCH with the top down listening to the dynamic banter after show. Did this just cranked? <laughs> just cranked to a ten. If you're not listening to like Mrs. Robinson or something important, you're you're wasting that experience. Jamie and I just went to San Diego to Ocean Beach for a few days, mm-hmm. and on the way down there, we were listening to um, one of the the old bachelorettes wrote a book. From the television show Bachelorette, <laughs> and we were listening to it, and I had all the windows down because it was a nice ocean breeze. But when we got close to Ocean Beach, it was real stop and go traffic, and Jamie made me turn it off and put on music because she said she thought it was weird <laughs> to have that <laughs> blasting out of our windows. Was it a good book? Um, was it read by you the know, author? Yeah, read by the author. Uh-huh. Uh, I figured it, she'd it be was too busy good. for something like that. Yeah. She's <laughs> got a lot going on. <laughs> well, it wasn't weird to me until Jamie pointed out, and then it was immediately weird. Because <laughs> Ocean Beach is really hip. So I put on The Cure so I'd fit in. We were there for a few days. I didn't want to be ostracized right away. Yeah, I get it. Um... So let's let's get into this episode. There's a lot lot to cover today. First and foremost, was Steve eating my pretzels? Yes. Really upset about that. Why? I bought because I know because I bought another bag this week. Oh, you were expecting that bag was going to be here when you got back. A little bit. I it- thought it was like I just need one bag for several first time shows well we kept your your car insurance card so there's that (laughs) for for the listeners at home every time i record first time show i leave a little something behind (laughs) like a needy girlfriend Mm -hmm. so that you guys don't forget about me uh what happened was for the second week in a row i got a bag of pretzels and we always play games after we record, and I eat too many of those fucking pretzels and feel like death mm-hmm. the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I still want them when I come back. If I had taken the bag so home, Steve I would keep did you eating a them. favor by eating them. I had, no, I'm saying I have to leave them. I think he only ate like two, though. He, well, was, having, he was having a little trouble with the bag. I thought about having my own bag. 
But the only thing I have is this is this bag with my Krampus bell. It's not the right Which is a story a story from Comic Con I never told. Well listen. Mason, my son, Madison, we showed him Krampus this last Christmas. You did? Yeah. And uh Why? We're not, what was the reasoning? Because we hadn't seen it. We wanted to see it. And I was like, it has a lot of like CGI stuff. You might be into it. So we watched it. Does he watch horror movies? Well, the thing is, he doesn't really care about like live action movies. Those mm. are mom and dad movies. Mm. If it's like a a Cars sequel, he's all in. But he doesn't really pay attention. So he just pays attention to the part when there was like puppets and stuff. Right. But, but aren't they scary puppets? Well, yeah, but he I don't think he distinguishes what's scary and not yet. Hmm. Listen, this might... Who knows? I'm curious. There's not enough study. Uh-huh. Nobody has taken their kid and just shown them straight horror movies from day one. My cousin. That might be like... Really? Yeah. He's well, he fine. Needs, someone He's the needs to do a study guy. on him. He's very See? nice. He's not that bright. Well, anyway, Jamie thinks we should show him Krampus every year because it teaches kids to be good on Christmas. Right. And well, like part all the fairy the movie, tales, they're supposed to be scary. That's how you fucking learn. Yeah. It's bullshit I just if watched, they're not scary. We've been, me and you have been talking about Star Trek a lot, not on this podcast, but I'm watching back through the next generation mm-hmm. in between episodes of Lost <laughs> and... There was one where they went to a planet where if you broke any rule, they would kill you. Mm-hmm. So there was a patch of grass, and it was saying, like, don't step in the grass. Wesley. And if you stepped in the grass, they would fucking kill you. It was Wesley, wasn't it? Of course. It's always Wesley. <laughs> He's a fuck up. And then, and then Picard had to come down and break the prime directive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, point is, I didn't totally disagree with that mentality. Because if you know you're going to get killed if mm-hmm. you, you know, do anything. speed, yeah, you're not going to fucking speed. You're just not going to do it. You're not going to risk that. Right. But there's a certain joy in life for breaking the rules. Like, we need to do it every yeah. once in a while to keep sane. We've never done it the other way. So I guess I'm not totally thinking of all the ramifications. In Star Trek, in that episode of Star Trek, it looked great. <laughs> everyone was clearly having sex with everyone all the time. They were all like, and they ran everywhere fun, they went. Right? Yeah, they yeah. ran everywhere. That's very healthy. It, it was like the Eloys from the Time Machine. It was, yeah. Um, but anyway, we want to show him Krampus. So oh, I shit. at Comic Con, I was walking around <laughs> with Steve, and I bought from Weta. I bought the fucking Krampus bell because when he's old enough, it'll be awesome to give it to him. But Steve was so angry at me for buying this bell because Before he hated Krampus. Before you give it Krampus. to him, you could freak him out by jingling the bell in the middle of the night outside his window. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound exactly right? <laughs> well, I haven't. T- I don't. I haven't taken it out of the bag yet, but it sounds like this. Is that what it sounds like in the movie? I don't know. I should. I. I need to do more research. This is a really unrehearsed bit. <laughs> uh, but it's such a nice little bag. It says Krampus at the mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's really it's good quality. Weta, you own something fun. Weta made. 
We're going to horrify Mason. Madison. Um, who? I'm kidding. So, once again, we're recording this podcast way after the time that I actually listened to Dynamic Banter. Mm-hmm. So, my notes make very little sense to me, but I feel like that's now a part of the show. <laughs> when did they record it? Was that Wednesday night? That's yeah, last but time I listened I heard to it. it. I, I every time I ha- I think we're gonna record it right after first time show. Yeah. Well we were doing that and for we a always while. delay. Like, we, I know. Wait, wait. We're gonna get back on track. It's gonna be better. But Well that thing so, keeps getting fucking longer too. <laughs> oh, I texted Steve. All I texted him was two hours and seven minutes. <laughs> and that was it. That was the whole text. <laughs> um so what I was gonna say is I'm gonna go through my notes. I may not totally have context for all of them great it's so a fun just game. just just dig in mm-hmm. if i were to refer to you as a blank boy and the blank was a liquid what would the blank be well, what does that have to do with what they were talking about i don't know i still don't totally understand the purpose of our show <laughs> <laughs> so what i do is i take what they say I try to just put it back on us mm-hmm. as like a mirror mm. to dynamic banter. So I would say like, I don't know. This is one of those like, um, it's one of those things they would do at like an improv show. Yeah, I get it. And they would do it. And then you would be sitting in the audience and look at them and go, you know, I really don't like improv comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. This water- would be the breaking point. It's too bad. Water boys already taken. And means like something else, like Adam Sandler, because I would like to be a little water boy. Well, water boy is like I'd actually prefer to be a little water baby. I mean, we're all little water babies, really. You could be a, like a sparkling water boy. Hmm. I just want to be a water baby. Water baby is nice. We're like mostly water. More than anything else, we're made of water. Isn't that weird? Yeah, and we like going in the water, even though we're the water. And the air is also water. It's just really thin. What do you think that means? We're fish. You think... It, well, are fish mainly water? No, but they live in the water. Like us. I mean, but they probably... But our body are, is made up of water. Be, yeah. Oh, maybe we're made up of more water than them because they're in it. And we need it on the inside. Like how man took ladies' purses and sewed them inside his pants and gave himself pockets. We put the water on the inside. We didn't do shit. I just woke up one day and I was here. (laughs) I don't remember several years of my life, Mm -hmm. and so I don't trust them. Well, you're right. I think I could have started at like 10. Yeah, but you have to make really dumb decisions like what's what goes in your mouth and what doesn't, you know, when you're one. Well, sure. I mean, like, Madison's still eating all sorts of crap. Mm-hmm. He's like, fig- yeah. literally almost anything he finds. Yeah. That's all, at like, least, he's at least tasting it. That's the learning process at that point. Very but basic But I look at shit. him. He's just a little dumb animal. He's two and a half. I don't know where that two and a half years went. No. I feel like I'm going to remember just as little as he does about his first five years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you'll remember the big stuff, and that's what matters. 
That's true. I I try to take pictures so I can uh, justify to myself that it that it's happened. What are we gonna do with all these pictures? It scares me a little bit because, like most of the pictures that we keep, we're never gonna look at ever again. It's, it's impossible. Yeah, and yet I still feel like I'm not taking enough pictures of him. Mm-hmm. Well, there'll be like a, those those few good ones that you know. It's like memories. They'll it'll still be the same few. But I don't know what to do with them. I'm I'm backing them up on my on my cloud storage. You have to save them for like thirty something years, and then you'll be old enough to look at them and cry. But I've got them all digital. Should I be printing these out and putting them in a book somewhere? Oh, is that a de- And then I think like, well, what if there's a fire? <laughs> well, that's why the digital <laughs> ones are still there. Can we just stop having fires? We're getting pretty good at it. Stuff used Ugh. to burn down all the time. If we, if this place caught on fire, I think I would die in it because I would be stuck in a psych, a, a, a just a repeating pattern in my brain of, well, what should I save? Mm-hmm. It would be like, well, I should save that, but I don't know. I've got My Man Godfrey on VHS. I'm never going to find that again. I should definitely save that. <laughs> I feel like my birth certificate would be way down. Oh, yeah. It'd be way deep on the line. I would save hard drives that Hard have, drives. You know, video of web series I'll never cut again. I have a big music I would library. Feel like that. I've got so much music. And from I've like, got Spotify. I've, I've got not like, an official sponsor. <laughs> I have so many tracks though of like things from friends that you can't get anywhere. I guess I could eventually go back like to what? friends, like complete scores to stuff, lots of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You should put that on a uh, cloud storage. <laughs> I did tell you you could look through it. Um, yeah, and I do want to. Uh, I know even like cloud it. storage is not safe because pa- apparently Dropbox got hacked and all the passwords got out. Basically, all this stuff is fleeting. There's nothing we can do to prevent it slipping away. Time, and then, babies, stuff. We'll universe, wrestle with it. The universe is expanding faster and faster. We're being, we're being pushed beyond the speed of light away from everything by dark energy that's eventually going to like rip our atoms to pieces to nothingness well hopefully i'll be dead before then yeah but that's like the inevitable so like that's what's happening on a smaller scale to all of us all the time i hope i'm dead before movies start getting shot in like snapchat aspect ratio (laughs) you turn your phone straight up no way i hope i'm long gone before that we just made our tvs widescreen i think we're okay you can turn a TV on its side, and then the theaters would just be like crazy stacked seating straight down. Uh, It'd be like the top level of the Dodgers game. But that's just because of the shape of the phone. I think we see in widescreen anyways. I think our like field of view is 16 by 9-ish, it feels like. That's true. I f- maybe it's just getting wider because VR is like a thing now. Well, but even with like 235, you kind of have to look a little bit beyond your field of vision left and right have you played with this with this oculus rift yeah yeah, we tested it at the office there was a thing where you had to keep your hands on the desk 
on the space bar or whatever, and then they tried to scare you with stuff so you'd like if you lift your hands you lose. Really? Yeah. And there was like they were dropping knives around the fingers and there's a spider that crawled around your neck and in your hair and then a raptor came in the room and Trisha was trying it and she's deathly afraid of dinosaurs and she started screaming and crying. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Why is Trisha deathly afraid of dinosaurs? Dinosaurs and aliens. That's like... Because I think those movies scared her when she was a kid. I know. They're two things you actually don't have to worry about at all. (laughs) Right. That seems like a waste of time. Yeah. Eh? Like, be afraid of the spider. There's like a thousand different species of spiders that can kill you. Mm Mm-hmm. I, uh... I used it a little bit at DC. Jim Lee did a... Sculpted a statue of Killer Croc in VR it wasn't as exciting as what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, It was literally like watching someone chip away at a big block of stone. (laughs) I'm way more excited about it for like walking on Mars or like in other parts of the world with like 360 video within the, you got the audio and everything. So you, cause I, there was one thing that like put you in a tent in Africa or whatever. And you like, like, oh shit, this is what it really would like look and sound like to be here, standing here right now from this perspective. That's exciting to me. I like I, that. I want to go all the way. I wish places. they would just get No Man's Sky on it. Well, they JPL basically has that with Mars. Like, that's all, all the stuff they have for their VR thing is from real photographs. Like, super detailed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't need Same. real photographs. But that means Although you're I will really say, on Mars, isn't that? It's not just some generated thing. It's like that's really what you'd be looking at, walking on. That's insane. Yes, but in No Man's Sky, <laughs> there are pirates. No, I do find myself in No Man's Sky looking for planets that resemble Earth. I kind of get dissatisfied until I find a Earth-like planet. And then I spend a lot of time there. It feels homey. <laughs> I don't know what that... I'm sure there's some deep-seated issue I have, I can't deal with. And that's why. Well, we, we're we from here. We kind of relate to here. That's true. It's pretty cool. Anyway, back to dynamic banter. <laughs> to the important stuff. Um... I wrote as my next note, I don't have a sweet tooth. Is savory tooth a thing? If not, why not? Yeah. I'm posing that question to you. Well, definitely nobody says it, so it's not a thing. <sighs> not yet. I get it. What would that mean, though? Is that like meat? Is that just meats? That's like, that's more like spicy or salty or the the, oh, okay. the bitter end as opposed to the sweet end i do have that i don't like i if anything's too sweet i'm out really that includes whiskey i had a sweet whiskey the other day mm-hmm. gross i mean i drank it it's still whiskey <laughs> yeah but like fireball you're not gonna like drink that you have one little sip and you go like oh it does taste like the candy but you're not drinking it no. 
I'll take a shot of fireball mm-hmm. in a very specific situation. <laughs> it's the oh, only man. thing that there is. <laughs> I I wrote down a lot of uh no one does grab like Sophia. Give up the grab. Oh yeah, the grab's good. I just think that's so good. I wrote shirt, bumper sticker, and then why hasn't there been a heist movie named The Grab? Mmm. Right? It's striking. <laughs> I was trying to think of which one would be the grab. Like the Mini Cooper one? What was that? Italian job? Italian job. Yeah. Listen, like- guys. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but fanfic, next fanfic, should be The Grab. It should be a heist story with Steve and Mike. In love. In love. Well, they grab, and then they grab, if you know what I mean. I think they could have gotten there. You didn't need to boost them up. I don't want to, listen, I don't want to have to, I don't want them to submit fanfic and then me go back and be like, no, I meant like, grab the money and then grab each other. I want that to be clear from the onset. That's, you were referred that's not to... the part. It's up to you. That's not the part <laughs> you're supposed to get imaginative with. Um, you were referred to in this episode as the old man living in a sad sack. Would you say that's an accurate explanation? Sack seems drippy. I don't think I'm like moist. Like I'm in a sack. Hmm. The rest seems fine. Would you would you want to see that on a, on a t-shirt? <laughs> With your face on it? It would be one of those things like your face and then the words are like across your face. Oh, shit. No, but I do have one that I wish I, I had. I wonder if I can Are you looking it up right now? We'll see. I might have sent it to myself at some point. If not, forget it. I don't even know. All right. I wrote Mia sounds like a psychopath. Coke and coffee at the same time is not acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a thought. We don't need to discuss that. Uh, I got a thought. Okay. When, uh, when I worked one time for, uh, Barbara Streisand. Sure. She at a recording session or rehearsal or whatever. Uh, liked having her hot tea on one side of the music stand and her cold water on the other side. Was there a specific side for each? Yeah, she got pissed when uh, her assistant or whatever put them on the wrong sides. That's how I know about the sides. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Was it a hot tea or was it a hot toddy? (laughs) I don't know. But it was hot. That's what the important part. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, maybe if you're like talking the whole time, whatever, you like to have a little cool up, cold, hot, hot down. This will just be the name drop episode because I did a show with Jennifer Garner and she had specific drinks that she wanted in the fridge. Mm -hmm. And so I guess all the PAs or whatever labeled every one of her drinks with her name on it. With like a little post-it, mm-hmm. so no one else would drink it. And when she saw that, she like freaked out, and not in like a bad way, but in a way that it was 
She's like, this was meant to be for like everybody. I just need one. You don't need to put my name on it and say, don't drink and all this. That, I made a big deal about it. She just like, she won me over. She, I, she is great. I, I, I've gotten that feeling before where like someone important's coming like, he's got to have his peach snapple. He loves his peach snapple. And probably what it was was one time they had peach snapple at like Crafty. And he probably came and took a sip. And while he's making conversation with Crafty, he's like, hmm, this peach snapple's pretty good. And then from there, like, his people freaked out or whatever, you know, and we're like... Well, there's a percentage of people in this town, in this industry, that are megalomaniacs. And it doesn't matter if they actually want it or not. They're going to act like it's the fucking end of the world if they don't have it. I think it's the B-listers that do that. I think the top A-listers are, like, nicer. Yeah, and the other thing is... There is a point at which, like with Streisand, who knows? Like that could just be. She's been doing it so long; like she has to have it that way, right? Or it's gonna fuck up her ability to do her thing. Especially like when you're getting older, and like yeah, having to transpose all the songs down like a step or two. Like you're you're very conscious of your voice. I don't know if Mike's friend was is in the same situation in any way. Mia, but I could see having a hot cup of no, coffee no, and a Mia, cold Mia Coca-Cola. Is a, no. No, no, that is two very different things. Yeah, but like I know, but like I could accept that. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good. I feel like the part he didn't tell us was that she also has to take like a fucking roll of tums immediately afterwards because <laughs> her stomach is probably exploding. <laughs> that might be true. Um, speaking of getting older, I have some theories on the old lady. Which one? The old lady in your building. Which one? Wait, what? (laughs) Are you referring to the old lady and the cat as two separate people? Or is there a second old lady? There is a second crazy old lady in the building. If If I wasn't so tethered to this seat by way of microphone and headphones, I would get up and take like a breath. I would have to take a walk. Bombshell. Dropped. Okay, wait. Has, wait. How new is the second old crazy lady? She might have been the first one from the elevator that time. And Steve's just making two people out to be one person? Yeah, because all we've seen since is the other one. I kind of forgot about. I assumed since it was like a few weeks apart that it was the same woman. But pretty sure now that's not. I don't know which one I saw. Can you describe the difference? Yeah. Is there a difference? Yeah. Okay, so wait. <laughs> so so I was talking with this neighbor the other day. Okay. Texting. And was like, so what about the crazy old lady? And she was like, which one? And that was exactly how I felt, how, what you just went through. I was like, what do you Who, mean, Who's which this one? neighbor? Neighbor. Anyways. I said I said on the podcast. (laughs) I said the angry one with the long gray hair. Sometimes she's a cat. I didn't say that part. Right. 
And she said, oh, there's another one that lives next door to me who is scared of people. And if she's coming out her door and I'm coming by, she'll like jump back inside and close the door. Or if she's outside in the hallway and you pass by her and she can't get to her door in time, she'll look down and like freeze and like not talk to you and won't look you in the eye until you like get past her. And okay, and she's got a hump. Okay, so hang on. So the cat was abandoned. This is this is outside of dynamic banter right now. This is full on conversations we all had. Just so the audience knows that we're not we're going we're going deep. <laughs> I talked to Steve about this and the cat being abandoned and being in the gym. In my head I was thinking clearly this old woman was taking care of this cat. And she died. Mm-hmm. And we're just waiting to find her body. Um, or she disappeared into the underneath. Um, and then the cat, you know, some nice person was taking trying to take care of the cat because they didn't know, you know, what, what apartment was it, you know, it belonged to. Mm-hmm. And Steve was like, yes, I totally think that the old lady died and her spirit went into the cat, except I saw the old lady the other day. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that totally negates everything. But now, there's a fucking second old lady that Steve could have seen. Mm. The first old lady could still totally have pulled a beginning of child's play. And... Maybe, but get this. Transferred her spirit into the cat. Yeah. And it's going to talk to you like Hocus Pocus. Yeah, exactly. Just in time for Halloween. <laughs> Mucus Pocus. <laughs> oh. Is the cat mean and angry about everything? <laughs> it's hard to tell. But, get this. Okay. Alright. Alright, I'm in. Theory. We think the two ladies might be witches together. They're in cahoots. Do you think they live in the same apartment? No. Oh, you know they don't. Right. Okay. But they can probably, like, pass through the walls of everyone's house at night. Of all the people in your building, they have to be friends with each other, if anybody. Yeah. I don't want to go hang out with that neighbor because she lives next door to them. Is she cute? Yes. Oh, we should have her on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She feels like she could really unpack this. No, because I met her because she was on the roof looking at her broken air conditioning when it was like a thousand degrees. And I was like, oh, you can come use our air conditioning because it's like, we're all dying, you know? I mean, I was being being generous. Uh, I mean, a good neighbor. By the way, they fixed my AC. Oh yeah, we talked about. I that. I appreciate all the well wishing. <laughs> it's uh, it's much better. Yeah. So, the whole advertisement for asking her to come hang out here is that there's air conditioning, but if I asked her over to be on a podcast, and we have to turn the AC off, then that's, then I look like a chump. 
I mean, I feel like the fans would be okay with a little bit of a noisy a noisy pod for a, an old lady expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get into some comments because the official talking banter Twitter tweeted out for questions about the old lady and if you're like I wish I had tweeted out you gotta get on the Twitter it's talking banter no G at talking banter it's great stuff we sometimes tweet that a new episode went live (coughs) and we solicit questions in fanfic and that's it it's a pretty easy follow (laughs) do you feel sold yet it's free. Tall baby asks, "Can we see a photo? Fo- the photo of her? Mm. The one that Steve took? I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know why he hasn't posted that. Maybe it's not nice. Maybe it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's talked about her for like six episodes now. Do you want to hear about the other crazy lady?" from like two days ago or yesterday oh shit i do so there's two crazy old ladies live here but this was by breeze oh god damn okay carry on we're picking her up waiting i'm smoking a cigarette on the sidewalk crazy homeless lady comes by real dirty and says hey can i have a cigarette i said no sorry and then tried not to like look at her so she keep walking is that your go-to? Like, you don't give anybody a cigarette? Yeah, sometimes I do, but if I'm afraid, like, they're going to be filthy all over me, I, I don't. Nice. Carry on. I mean, what can you do, right? <laughs> uh, so I wasn't looking at her, but Steve said she was wearing no shoes, only socks. And as she went walking past, she goes, you know, I used to have more money than all of you until I got raped and robbed up here, like, pointing down the street. And I wanted to be like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. But I was like, I can't. I can't take the bait. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't say anything. And she walked a little further away. And as she was walking away, she goes, hope you die in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> so she had three levels. Uh-huh. The first was, can I have a cigarette? Mm-hmm. If you give her the cigarette, mm-hmm. it's over. Mm-hmm. Next level is, I got raped and robbed. And if you if you bite on that, mm-hmm. and she used to then be, then you get that whole story. And she used to be rich. Mm-hmm. Third level is you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I like that. I wonder if she does that to everybody. What if she was like testing me and gave me three chances, and it was like a magical enchantress? It's like the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I'm ugly if now, you- and I'm covered in hair. If you'd taken any of those chances to give her a cigarette, she would have turned into a beautiful hipster. <laughs> well, that's a lot like the take the fairy tale and put it in your hometown game. Now, isn't it? <laughs> we just played it accidentally. That was great. I totally... I read the wrong question before. What does that so mean? So I'll probably splice this then, or I won't. What do you mean? I was gonna. I had two questions pulled up here, and I just straight up read the wrong one. I wanted to ask you the question from Geo before you told the story that said, "At talking banter, no G." 
at OMP Carter, no G, uh, hasn't shared his encounters with her. Please share. Hashtag not everything is for everyone. Yay. Very accurate. But you, you shared your encounter with old lady, what we'll call old lady number three. She's... Or number Bree. Mm-hmm. Have you had an encounter with first old lady with mean old crazy lady yeah she uh, yelled at me a lot for trying to put a pizza box down the trash chute (laughs) (laughs) which is plenty big enough by the way I always think about it but I crush it up into like a little you know pillar oh I happily just took it downstairs and away from her what uh there's been a few like that. Nothing that's like terrified me. But the you other had any... the other night I was thinking about that game where we come in and it's all dark and then like you turn on a light and she's there. And I just as I happened to think about it, I didn't think Steve was here and he came walking out of his room. <laughs> <laughs> I um I was startled. There's a there's a sadistic part of me that after hearing that I immediately started the wheel started turning as to how we make that happen. (laughs) Do you think it'll be in, it'll be in the easy movie. So he's asleep. Okay. Carry on. (laughs) Go on. Do you think if we dressed up someone like the old lady and had him just here hidden in the house when he came home and thought there was no one here, do you think that would freak him out? What do you think is his like scare threshold? I mean, I have two thoughts. Because I could, is, I could really be like helpful, and you too, in like making it look like her. Well, yeah. I mean, we could definitely. Okay, two thoughts. First thought, we could definitely get an old lady uh, in this town. You think it on real Craigslist? One? For 50 bucks. No, like an actress that would do it. And she could just be hidden in your room and you could. It should, should she just make Anna do it? <laughs> he would know Anna. I'm saying. No, uh, no, no. But she's got the wig and the makeup and she's scary. Well, think about it this way. But so she, you're in your room. She's like skinny with, like the old lady. But the old lady's Steve's like coming home drug skinny. Or Steve's like asleep. And. Whatever. We'd have to know a little bit about the situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say we know Steve's going to get up. So mm-hmm. you're in your room with the old lady. Mm-hmm. You walk out. Steve's already come out of his room. So you're like, hey, blah, blah, whatever. And you go back into your room. And then the next person to come out is the old lady. <laughs> because no, you being I'm... there lowers, it lowers his guard right away. No. Or you go, you leave. You leave the apartment. No. But if what I'm my there, second thought. Like, he needs to come in alone. That's okay. the scariest. All right. Well, either way, we could hide her in your room. But my second thought is, has anyone ever died from being scared to death? Because I feel like this would be the situation where <laughs> we might accidentally kill Steve. And then we're going to be... There's a whole like prosecution that goes into it. You think he'd be that scared? Um. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. But I, I feel like you allow yourself to... You know, especially at night, you go into an apartment alone. You don't, you assume nothing will happen. Well, and I also think 
in the dark because you're getting less oh i just totally hit the mic aren't you getting less information from your eyes and so your brain goes on like more like alert mode like the anxiety chemicals go up a little for sure but what i'm saying is they go up and yet your the logic center of your brain still assumes nothing will happen mm. so if something does happen i feel like it sends your brain into like point of no return so now that i really think about it the scariest thing possible would be if she was just in the corner of his room mm-hmm. and like he flips the light on and she's just standing there yeah i i mean they would it would more i i think i would Could we rig the, the light least, bulb so that it goes out after it's on you know it flips on and it or just one light because like if he could if he could keep looking at her then he'll know it i keep hitting this fucking thing now you were I'm, so proud of I yourself know, for bringing the mic out of the way. way uh whatever um but if like the lights went out like he wouldn't have a chance to like look enough to to see and he might get scared enough to run out well let me tell you i'll tell you this story for context um, when I was in high school, we did a lot of like camp retreats with like our school and whatever. And, uh, I remember one time we went for a weekend at this camp on a lake and like during the day it was all fun camp shit. And then the night you went to your cabin and there was like five or six people in, in a cabin mm-hmm. and they were all bunk beds. Mm-hmm. But this particular cabin had another cabin uh, attached to it. It was all one building, but it was two cabins separated by a, a shared wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what we didn't know was there was an attic to the cabin, and that connected the two cabins. Mm-hmm. So we're going to sleep, and we're kind of bullshitting and whatever. But it's super fucking dark. It's as pitch black as it can be. We're in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. and it's time to go to bed. So everyone's turned off their lights. You can see a little bit. There's definitely moonlight. How old? There. I'm probably 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but my buddy, I'm in a top bunk. My buddy's in a bottom bunk, and our friends next door had found out that you they could push one of the. There was like a point in the ceiling that you can open and get into the attic. Mm-hmm. And then you can get into the other side. So they snuck across the, this dude snuck across the roof and opened, very quietly opened the hatch to our room and just dove straight down into our cabin and just screamed, <laughs> which scared everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, how could you not? And then we were all like, ah, oh, that's funny. And so then we're like bullshitting with our dude. It just scared us. And I swear to God, it must have been a full 60 seconds later. And my buddy Scott started, it was so quiet, and it was just like, ah, and he started screaming, and he had literally, he had froze, like he couldn't breathe and he couldn't move. He was so scared what? that he had like seized up, and he couldn't do anything. And he, he was like, my whole body froze. What the Because fuck? the guy landed right in front of him. So I think it scared him so bad. That he had like a he had a solid minute of paralysis, <laughs> and so I do think that 
there's a level of fear that I haven't found yet, but it exists. Mm-hmm. And I think old lady in the corner would send me into some sort of deep hole. I probably would never. Yeah. I, I mean, like I might be my descent into madness. That being said, it's dark you in know, here right now. Tis the season. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, if we were ever going to do it. Well, then we got to like record it and hide GoPros and shit. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you have to record it. But then really what we end up doing there is recording Steve when he thinks he's alone. That wouldn't be good. Because <laughs> all of us, when we're alone, take care of the things we need to take care of when we're alone. I know. it's When I'm alone, I don't even do that what if much. He just, like, like, what if he walked in the door and locked it and then went and looked in my bedroom and then went in and started jerking off on my bed <laughs> without much hesitation either definitely, like he always definitely does not it. the first That's time just his routine he's <laughs> like up oh, owen's on here well i guess i'm jerking off in his why? bed again why is that necessary yeah i would hate to see video I, we were talking about so me and jamie argue over who pulls the covers off of who in the middle of the night uh-huh. they always end up on my side but i'm under the impression jamie kicks all the covers off of her and she thinks because she gets off. too hot and then wakes me up and gets mad that i took all the covers mm-hmm. and so she was saying we should get a gopro mm-hmm. and just film ourselves all night mm-hmm. and see what happens <laughs> and something about that i I don't want to do that. <laughs> what do you think you're going to see? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know. But I don't want to risk it. <laughs> because I do envision that paranormal activity moment where Jamie gets up and is just staring at me for like an hour. Oh, man. That would be really fucking scary, wouldn't it? I wouldn't be into that Or like another all. person's in the room for just like a flash or something. It's just like, you know... I'm in this. I gotta sleep next to this person forever. You see, like, the door closed in the back? Yeah, I mean, if there was something weird about the apartment, we could always move. Mm-hmm. But, but divorce is really expensive mm-hmm. in L.A. And yeah. I just don't see that in the cards. So. You don't want to put Madison through that. If she, like, wakes up in the middle of the night and her head fucking spins around, <laughs> that I'm just gonna have to come to grips with that. Don't you think you would have seen that by now, at some point, if that was happening? I don't know. It's like the it's so interesting that for eight hours of every day we just have absolutely no connection with the world around us. Dead asleep. That Shut we just down. completely check out. Yeah. And we just leave ourselves completely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> scary just with our soft underbellies we even take off all our clothes we're like as vulnerable as possible (laughs) well we have the sheets i think on some level the sheets protect us (laughs) just like i need that child i need to be covered yeah i don't to this day i need to be covered oh no i need to stick my feet out i mean a foot's okay i feel like there's something about it a foot's safe but you can't just go full uncovered Mm -hmm. no what if the door is absolutely not yeah i mean even 
I'm a grown-ass man, but if Jamie's not here, I'll lock my bedroom door. Yeah. If Jamie's here, like, fuck it. Right. All the doors can be open. Somebody's going to wake up. Which is insane, because if shit goes down, she's not going to do anything. <laughs> All she's going to do is instruct me to go investigate. <sighs> then you want to get fan fiction? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a solid segue. Uh, I got Tucker. I've got really good news. We're getting to it, man. We're getting to that fanfic. I don't know if we should reward Tucker. He sent a picture of of himself, or didn't he like a man? T- didn't he like tweet a bunch? He was sad. Yeah, I don't like. He that. knew. I don't like that. Well, when I read his email, I like calm, relaxed, confident people. Well, that's for those of you writing your grab fanfic. Know that Owen likes calm, relaxed people, but I picked the fanfic. So, do with that information what you will. Uh, listen to Tucker's email and tell me if he sways you. Hey guys, this is Tucker. Really in. Enjoying the EZU podcast, and I really enjoy your fanfic section of the show. So I wrote you a little story about what Bree and Delman did after their guest episode. Mm. All right? That's a good concept. said I had a lot of fun writing it. It's a little weird, and I'm sure there are a few grammar issues, so please forgive me. Hope you have as much fun reading it as I did writing it. Love ya, Tucker. He loves us <laughs> in a very high school, not ready to commit to all three letters of you. Oh, way. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, here it goes. This is called Brian Delman's Share a Special Moment. Brie and Andrew walked out of Steve's apartment. It was now nighttime, the dry L.A. heat hitting them as they exited. They both turned to bid Steve farewell. Bye, Steve, Bree exclaimed as she and Delman both waved. They began to walk down toward the stairs when, off in the distance, they heard a noise. A loud crash down by the dumpster and a distinctly female mumbling. It's her, Bree said, scared. You have to walk me to my car. I'm parked over there. But I parked on the other side of the parking lot, Delman whined. Come on, Bree said, pulling on his elbow as they made their way down the stairs. The pair walked in silence. Making their way toward the dumpster, they saw the scary old lady walking out of the garbage area, mumbling about something as she looked up and tried to make eye contact with them. But they both looked down at the ground, averting their gaze. Eventually, she ran off into the night and scurried up a tree, mumbling about tiny men in sweaters. Bree and Delman quickly made their way to Bree's car, Finally making it there safely, they let out a fit of nervous laughter. That was close, Delman said, laughing. Yeah, Bree said, her mood suddenly shifting from playful to something more intimate. She stepped closer, placing her hand upon his chest. Delman was shocked, stepping backward to escape her womanly wiles. Bree, what are you doing? I'm with Lee, Delman explained, confused by what was happening. Don't try to fight it, Bree said. You can feel what's happening between us. Bree began to inch closer, grabbing Delman's shirt again, this time much more aggressively and pulling him toward her. Bree, I don't think... Delman began, but Bree put her finger upon his lips. Don't speak, 
she said in a whisper. Just let this happen. Delman wrapped his arms around Bree and leaned down, eyes closed, and was puckering up. Their faces inched closer. Bree's hand ran through Delman's curly hair. Their hot breath could be felt upon each other's faces when suddenly Bree's grip on Delman's hair tightened to a painful degree, pulling it hard, shocking him. Then, with a mighty jerk, Bree slammed Delman's head into the back window of her car, causing it to shatter. Delman was in shock. His head rang at what had just occurred. When his vision refocused, he saw Bree perform an amazing aerial maneuver. She leapt up, placing a foot on her car bumper as a boost, then delivered a devastating tornado DDT. Delman's head bashed hard onto the asphalt parking lot. His head spun as he looked up at Bree. Why? he pleaded, confused. I was the guest, Bree said angrily. You were just the guest host. You wouldn't even let me speak. I'm sorry, I just thought we were having a good time, he said, trying to explain himself. Well, you are about to have a bad time, she countered. Bree then turned and scaled her car and stood upon the roof. Choke on this, Bree said, both of her arms fully extended vertically. She then leapt off the top of her car and delivered a flying elbow drop to Delman's esophagus. Meanwhile, in the bushes, Steve and Mike, who were now bees, watched this awesome display of wrestling mastery from atop a leaf. Wow, Bree sure is good at wrestling. Do you think we could start a tag team? Mike said jokingly. Man, remind me never to make her mad, Steve said. Hey, you want to go suck on some flowers or whatever shit bees do? Mike asked. Yeah, yeah, Steve said, and the pair buzzed off into the night. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. Pretty good. I like that ending. Oh, man. If you want to send us some fanfic, we'll read it. It can be about the grab, or about Ghostbusters, or about bees and bagpipes, or about what you think is going on with the old lady. Maybe I met the third witch finally. That was what was going on. Maybe it is Hocus Pocus. Oh, no. Oh, Hocus Pocus is fun. I was thinking of Dario Argento's Three Sisters trilogy. You familiar? No. We have so much to watch this October, Owen. Do you know how much there is to watch? Every time I finally catch up on things I'm supposed to have seen... And they're always mm-hmm. great. Then it's like, oh, and so that director, by the way, has done 30 other movies. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot to watch. Too much. I watched almost four hours of Bachelor in Paradise this week. And I don't regret, a, well, I regret a little bit. A little bit of it. I didn't need to watch all of it. <laughs> but we're talking about Suspiria. Inferno and then there was this big period of time where everyone was like he's never gonna finish wait was Suspiria the one that like the trailer was going around recently is that the one with the crazy like trailer from like the 70s it does have a crazy trailer from the 70s there's a lot of gr- girls running around and like colors probably and the music's like and then behind that there's like is it the others it's a it's it's i think it's where the others it's what inspired the others i didn't join you our impressions better when we both do it well you do it and i'll do the music 
You should just play that on repeat for Steve. <laughs> just put a speaker right against the wall. Oh, man. Guys, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Did we do everything? Very efficient. Lights out. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>